Welcome to Northern Business Leaders in association with the professional services firm Deloitte. Today I'm at the site of the factory that's going to make trains like this. It's the Siemens factory in Goole, one of the most important developments in the north of England. And the people building it are GMI Construction. Today we're going to meet their new chief executive, Lee Powell. First, let's hear from him with a scope of what this site will eventually become. Thanks, Graham. So we're here today at the Siemens Mobility train building factory, and we're going to go out onto site and show you around, but I just want to explain the facility to you very carefully to start with. So we start off with the management building and the office building. We then come through here to the car bodies, which is where the actual body of the train comes in. This is the final assembly building in here, where the train gets built together and then the train is transported and put into the final testing and commissioning building where we've got four and a half kilometres of track work, rail track, that comes into the building and connects down onto a private rail line. Well, Lee Powell, thank you for that explanation of this massive site. What's behind us here? So this is the management suite, the office building, which is for all the managerial people that are going to run this facility for time to come. Okay, and I notice you're using good British kit, JCB. We, we are, so a local subcontractor from Yorkshire, our groundwork subcontractor, who also invests massively in JCB. All of his equipment, all of his excavators are all JCB. He's a massive fan. Well, we're here not just to find out about the site, but to find out about you and your company. Tell us what GMI is. So GMI Construction Group is a multidisciplinary contractor. You know, we have offices throughout the north of England and down into the Midlands, uh, with offices in Stockton-on-Tees, offices in Leeds, offices in Manchester covering the northwest. And then more recently, in the last sort of two and a half years, we've opened up in Birmingham, and we're now doing nearly £100 million worth of work in the Midlands and the greater Midlands region, right down to the Northamptonshire border. So we're a privately owned, privately operated business um, there are only three major shareholders, very flat structure, and I'm proud to say that from site level, which we're going to look around today, from site level to my to me is only three steps in our organisation. That's brilliant. Now, one of the things about construction firms is that during difficult times, quite a few of them gone bust, but this firm hasn't. It's seen quite a few recessions in and out. It has. So the group is 36 years young. Um, we herald and, and originate from Leeds in Yorkshire. And the company has been profitable for every one of those 36 years. We are completely and utterly debt-free organisation and we believe and we will maintain our debt-free status. Believe it or not, Graham, we don't even have an overdraft facility. Everything is managed in the black. Is this a very decisive advantage when it comes to tendering for big contracts? Huge advantage, huge advantage. I mean, we're just on the, on the start, on the springboard of our 10-year growth plan. Um, the business has spent 36 years debt-free, building a solid track record. You know, we've no borrowings, we've no gearing, we've no overdraft. You know, we're perfectly placed to grow the business and give people the GMI experience. That's brilliant. Let's have a quick look around some of the key highlights of this site. Lee, this is a huge building. What does this building do? So this is the uh, assembly building, the final assembly building for the actual trains. So they come out of the car bodies unit. They come into here and actually get finally assembled and fit out. I've seen some big sheds in my life, but this is pretty big by scale. It's a large scale shed and you can see the engineering that we've had to bring to bear here in terms of getting the large spans that we've got. This is a heavy structural steel frame. You started your building career almost from school and college, didn't you? Tell us about how you went from leaving school to becoming CEO 
of what is now the largest independent construction firm in the north of England. So my family was always in the industry, was always in construction. I came out of school at 16 years of age. I didn't want to do A-levels because I knew where my destiny was. It was in construction. So I actually went to Leeds College of Building, as a lot of people did. And from Leeds College of Building, I've got a general, what, what, what was called uh, an ordinary national diploma. That then got me to the point where I could then specialise. So I then went to the University of Central England. I chose a number of courses. I chose some universities with construction management. I chose University of Central England with quantity surveying and that's the route that I decided to go down. So I became a QS. Now this was in the 80s and 90s wasn't it? So we're talking about an area, an area of our history, recent history, where construction wasn't nearly as prolific as it is now. It wasn't uh, and it's something that uh, is close to my heart actually. You know we do need to introduce more young people into construction. You know, it's a, it's a hard working industry, but the, the ultimate goal is whatever you want to make it. With hard work and a little bit of intelligence, you can actually progress very much in construction and some very good careers in construction that I don't think people understand. You talked about your family being in construction. Was your dad a builder? My dad worked for a, and was managing director of an engineering business doing metal work and steel work, but funnily enough, did a lot of work for GMI Construction Group. Right. And long after he retired, you know, I got an opportunity to come in as a commercial director for GMI Construction Group, and then progressed to managing director of Yorkshire and the North East, and then grew the North East and, and the Yorkshire, set up North East by itself, set up, the, uh, set up the office there, and then more latterly I've been made chief exec of the entire group, all our four divisions. So you are literally following your father's footsteps from shop floor to chief executive? Yes, not quite shop floor, but not far off it. I've certainly been on a lot of building sites in the mud with my tape measure and my measuring wheel, uh, making sure that people were paid correctly. I know the next part of this building for Siemens is really interesting. Let's go and see that. Fantastic. So Lee, we're in the last bit of our tour. What is this building? It's very impressive. So this building is the final test and commission building as part of the £200 million Siemens Mobility Development in Goo. So this is the building where the P-way, the permanent way, the rail track, five lines of it come into the actual building. But this is where the car bodies, the trucking, the complete train as it's been manufactured gets actually put onto the rail tracks and gets finally tested and commissioned before it trundles off into life. And if we walk this way, you've got a range of railway tracks that you're building at the other end outside of this building. And presumably these are quite complex things to build. They are, and it's a new for GMI Construction Group. We've never been involved in, in rail track installations, but what we've actually done is we've sourced a, a local subcontractor called Trackwork from Doncaster, who specialises in serviceable rail. We've enlisted their help and their expertise, and through close coordination and management with them and working with them, we're actually making a fantastic job, bang on programme. Now, the group has built this fantastic uh, facility. It's going to be live soon. But the zone that you've built it in has become extra special even during the period of construction. Why is this part of Goul so important? Well, this part of Goul has actually become a freeport status. So it's one of the government special sites to become freeport, as is Teesworks and, and Teesport up, up in Teesside. And that actually came live whilst we were tendering and delivering this project for Siemens Mobility. So it's very important for the, for the local infrastructure, for the local businesses. You've got a, a deep inlet, inland port here that comes in and obviously 
the benefits of free port status with goods and services coming in and out, mm. they get the, the tax benefits uh, associated. And of course, although the trains have got contracts uh, with the uh, train, train, train delivery in the south of England, in due course, the things that are manufactured on this site may well be exported. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, the initial building, the development, which is a £200 million development for Siemens, um, it, the client is ultimately Transport for London. And believe it or not, the trains that are going to be manufactured here in East Yorkshire, in Goole, are actually earmarked for the Deep Tube Piccadilly line on the London Underground. I mean, how amazing is that? Fantastic. Now, you as a company are very committed to the levelling up agenda. Now, in construction, what do you think the benefits of the levelling up agenda stand to potentially deliver? Well, we're seeing it right here, aren't we? We're seeing the government was very instrumental in making this deal happen. It was very instrumental in, in speaking to and, and, and cajoling, dare I say it, the, the local government in Goole, the local council, to, to receive this project. You know, but we're seeing it now. We're seeing a, a £200 million investment that has 700 permanent jobs and 1,700 through the construction and the supply chain developing this, this facility. We're seeing more than jobs for local people in Yorkshire, which is all part of the levelling up agenda. You know, we're seeing it strongly in the north of England now from Teesside through Yorkshire into the northwest where we operate throughout there and into the Midlands. And we're seeing the benefits of this now with real work as we sit here on site with a, with a £40 million contract sum for GMI. But we're also seeing the opportunities. We've got a lot of tenders, a lot of negotiations that I have no doubt that have materialised because of the levelling up agenda. Now, the levelling up white paper has been published at the beginning of uh, 2022, and it is, it is uh, discussing all sorts of different elements of, uh, of the economy. But in the construction side, it's not just about delivering projects, it's about delivering employment. Uh, how has GMI worked towards that agenda in terms of sustainable employment, rather than just contracting people from other firms? Very important, very important in, in today's business, um, and part of the levelling up agenda. Um, as you know, we've discussed before, every single one of our projects gets a bespoke employment and skills plan, which is us setting out our commitments for apprentices, setting out our commitments for educational visits, for university tours, etc. Not only that, you know, we very recently set on a head of responsible business, and it's all about giving back to the local community and generating permanent jobs and training people. The other central government-driven initiative is about sustainability and the drive towards net zero. Now, I know that in construction, uh, the contribution towards carbon gases can be quite significant if it isn't planned correctly. What measures are you taking to make sure your projects help towards the drive towards net zero? So a brilliant example is this project that we stood here on today, Graham. The Siemens Mobility Plant in Goole is a net carbon zero project. So in collaboration with MACE, who are the employers, projects managers and quantity surveyors, we're first and foremost, we're recording and monitoring the carbon that is going to be used through the construction and manufacture of this process. That enables you straight away to at least uh, recognise the impact on the environment. From there, we then look at the design of the building and we look at what best ways to try and limit the amount of carbon in the production of this facility. So a really good example of the net carbon zero initiatives that we've got on this project are the Danley concrete external yard slabs. 
So historically and traditionally what you do is you use mesh reinforcement, steel bar reinforcement to reinforce and prevent the cracking of the actual concrete slabs and the design. What we've actually done here is we've used a specialist system where we actually design the concrete infrastructure and the base of the slabs not to crack, which what ultimately means we can get rid of all the reinforcement in the concrete yards, which is a big tick in the box for Carbon Zero. Um, you know, working in collaboration with MACE, we know exactly what carbon this particular project is, is consuming. We've limited the amount of carbon it's consuming and through an offset arrangement, we've actually managed to create a net zero effect on this particular development. So Lee, this development is clearly a very important one for GMI and it is going to give you a springboard to greater things in the north of England, the Midlands uh, and elsewhere in England. It also leaves you with a resilient workforce because you recruited for this project and presumably the people you recruited stay with you. We did, we did. I mean, this, this project puts us on a different platform. You know, for us to win a, a £40 million project to build such a large infrastructure um, development, including four and a half kilometres of, of track work, of permanent way as we call it, which GMI Construction Group has never done, it just shows the experience that we've got in terms of managing complex developments. You know, we, you know we, we, one of our senior project managers um, who's running this particular facility has been with this project all the way through, all the way through the tender, all the way through the tender presentations. He won the job side by side with myself who led this. And you know, looking a little bit further down the chain from there, we've set on a number of apprentices and we've done a piece previously on, on, on one of our assistant quantity surveyors who we've taken on just for this particular project. That set him on his way in his career and he just turns out to be a great guy. Well, I wish you all the very best luck in the future as Chief Executive of GMI and thank you for joining us to talk to Northern Business Leaders. Thank you, Graham. It's been a pleasure.